Our topic on tonight is time to live the taught word of God. Amen. When we get to the scriptures, I know that I have it listed as the old and the new, but it's not going to run like that. There'll be some that's added, so if you got a pencil to jot down what's being added to your lesson, you may do so. Uh, I'm going to correlate the old and the new, so I'm going to be bouncing back and forth. Amen? The lesson, the writing says... The word teaches mean to show or explain to someone how to do a certain thing. It is to educate or instruct someone in the way of knowledge. Along with the word teach also mean train, discipline, and to be schooled to acquire the knowledge or the skills. In teaching someone, you must impart information or skills for the improvement of living to better their quality of their life. There are times in life where we are trained to avoid danger and surprising or sudden pitfalls. In our natural life, we are taught right from wrong, and depending outcome could mean freedom or jail time. In our young lives, we were taught about the kind of people not to hang out with, because the results could mean life or death. In this life, we are trained on jobs of employment, are educated in order to pay, to make a paycheck, to provide for our family lives. Therefore, teaching and training is very essential for the kind of life you desire to live. Am I right? If you are going to be successful in life, you will have to apply yourself to training. Amen. We find that it takes a high level of education to make the kind of money to enjoy a satisfactory lifestyle of your choosing. You can't live the life of the rich and the famous on a ma and pop salary. Huh? Life teaches you not to live above your means. Yet some of us ignore life's training and work hard at keeping up with the Joneses and end up robbing Peter to pay Paul and end up with bad credit. Amen. Am I in the right house? Amen. When we choose not to advance in our learning skills, 
we fall behind in the food change of success by making bad, uneducated choices just to say, I didn't know. Everybody you see on the streets that may seem to be homeless, not all are uneducated. But in some form, made a wrong choice and the results were not favorable. On the other hand, there are some knowledgeable people playing the homeless game, getting your hard-earned dollar. So who is the foolish one? Amen. The skill level of playing homeless is growing into a professional scam. It's making a living out of the wages. They're making a living out of your wages is their gain. They are trained in looking homeless that it is hard for you to distinguish the difference in who is and who's not. Amen. Now that you are on the side, on this side of salvation, there are entirely new set of rules. There are basic rules and there are rules for elevation. There are continual rules for maintaining salvation and all of these rules come by teaching, training, and following instructions. Now we are in the kingdom of God. We must receive instructions or train how to live like kingdom children. The training process of living, save life, has a new beginning. You cannot live by the world's old rules. All of your training started at a young age. Your spiritual training starts as a babe in Christ. You don't come to Christ grown. Come on, somebody. You cannot enter into the kingdom grown. He said, you must come as a child. Because you know what I found out? Ain't but one grown person in the house of God, and that's him. Amen. Amen. If you think I'm lying, try. Amen. It doesn't matter how old you are in Christ. It is a new start and your way of thinking must change. You have a new schoolmaster and your skill level must change. The training methods and language is taking you to a completely new level in living a saved life. We cannot do anything about the past 
But we can start out new with forgiveness and repentance. Old things are passed away by repentance. Behold, all things are made new in Christ Jesus with a new beginning. Well, the training of the kingdom of God is not a grade level of A, B, C, D, and E. Y'all remember those grade levels? Some of you tried to change them before you got home. Because <laughs> you know what the end results was going to be. Amen. But it grades us as saved or unsaved. What are you saying? Ain't no super saved saints. They're either saved or they're not saved. Amen. Don't make no difference how long you've been in the kingdom. It's still based on whether you saved or unsaved. The highest grade level you can obtain is eternal life. If our teaching and learning is right, you can't get it unless you have the right teaching and you apply to the learning. You are down to, now we are down to will you obey the teaching of God's word? Will you let all the knowledge, check this one now, will you let all the knowledge and the wisdom and understanding of God's word become nothing or a waste in your life causing God to disown you by saying, depart from me, you workers of iniquity, for I knew you not. Hmm, that's a failing grade. In your young school age, it was bad when you sit and hide in the back of the classroom and the teachers don't even know who you are unless and they looked on the roster. Y'all done been to school? Y'all know I ain't lying? Be back there ducking behind seats because you think they're going to call your name and the teacher don't even know you unless and they look at the roster. You have all the resources that everyone in the class have, but you do not get it because you are hiding and will not apply yourself to what's being taught. As a student, learn how to listen before you start writing No, You know what? Some of you can't even hear what's being said because you're too busy writing. You don't even allow the word of God to soak in your ears because you're too busy writing. And then when you get home and you get to going back over your notes, you don't know what half of your notes talking about because you don't know what to refer them to because you were too busy writing. Let it get in here first. Then you jot it down on that later. Do that make sense? Because if you don't receive it, how you going to keep it? Amen. When it comes by with the anointing, if you don't allow the anointing to soak in, 
what you write on paper will not have the anointing. Does that make sense? I'm one that loves notes, but I got to let it get in here first before I jot it down. Because if I receive it in a month, I can remember it. Then if I can remember it, I can write it down. But it got to get on the inside first. Come on, somebody. Am I making sense? If you was in school and you tried to write down what the teacher said, guess what? You're going to miss the whole scope of the lesson. And when she come back to you to give you your test, you won't want to ask them, can I use my nose to take a test? And what are they going to tell you? No. Paper and pencil, put it up. And you be there, oh, Lord, everything I know is written on this paper. Come on, somebody. You got to allow the Holy Ghost to penetrate your thinking in order to bring you bring something back up to your remembrance. Amen. Whoa. Because the month I can read some stuff. Man, as soon as I get through reading it, I couldn't tell you exactly what it said and where it came from. But when the Holy Ghost finds the right time to bring it up, then guess what? I don't have to remember it because it's going to remember it for me. Amen. Amen. But guess what? I found out it's got to be in you in order for it to bring it back to you. Amen. He ain't going to tell you to run and get your nose. <laughs> Come on now. Amen. It's going to have to be on the inside of you. Am I making sense? Well, let me get back to y'all hiding in the back of the room. Teacher have to look on the roster to find out where you at. As a student learn how to listen before they start writing, because if you do not listen to what's being said, your notes will confuse you. Amen. You have gotten satisfied. Oh, here where we are. Quoting scriptures instead of living the scripture. We are now under a new teacher, and his name is Holy Ghost. And without following his instruction, Hell is going to be awaiting us. All failure to follow the Holy Ghost instruction is, is flat out disobedient and your report card will have a stamp saying which. Which is definitely a failing word with God. Because he said for disobedient is as the sin of witchcraft. We cannot be a failure to God and still think we are heavenly bound. It is time to live by what we know about God and do not take down. 
Hmm. An ounce of pleasure can mean a lifetime in hell. When the word of God has circled the globe and every man, boy, girl have heard what the Lord has said, then the end will come. It's going to be graduation time. Will you be able to walk across the stage of glory to hear God say, Well done, thou good and faithful servant. You have been faithful over a few things. Come on up higher, and I will make you ruler over many. It's graduation time. Amen. Well, now it's time to get into the scriptures so we can graduate. We'll start out in the old, and like I said, I, 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 I had a, a brainstorm, so I decided not to go through all the old and then come back and go through all the new. We're going to cross-reference it. We're going to go from old to new. So what you got printed on your paper is not the way I'm going down the line. Amen? So you got to follow me. And some of the things I have might not be open on your list. You might have to jot them down. First of all, let's go to Exodus chapter 18. Verses 17 through 20. 17 through 24 of me. Amen. Let's read them, please. And Moses, father-in-law, said unto him that thou wilt surely wear away both thou and this people that is with thee. For this thing is too heavy for thee. Thou art not able to perform it thyself alone. Hearken now unto my voice, and I will give thee counsel, and God shall be with thee. Be thou for the people to God, that thou mayest bring the cause unto God. And thou shalt teach them audience and laws, and shall show them the way where within they may walk and the work that thou must do. Moreover, thou shalt provide out of the people able men, such as fear of God, men of truth, hating covetousness, placing such over them to be rulers of thousands and rulers of hundreds, rulers of fifties and rulers of ten, and let them judge the people at season and it shall be that every great matter that shall bring unto thee, but every small matter they shall judge. So shall it be easier for thyself, and they shall bear the burden with thee. If thou shalt do this thing, God, and 
Then thou shalt be able to endure, and all the people shall also go to their place in peace. So Moses hearkened to the voice of father-in-law and did all. Whoa, that's it. Hmm. My, my, my. His father-in-law gave him counseling. Keep in mind that it was Moses that God had to lead the people out of Egypt. But his father-in-law gave him some wisdom. Oh, you got to watch how you think you get so high that can't nobody tell you nothing. Come on, somebody. Moses was a leader, but his father-in-law seen the problem that Moses was getting ready to face. Huh? Amen. Can I break in there for a minute? Watch how y'all put so much on your pastor. Y'all hear me? His mind is ain't no bigger than yours. So if you overload his mind, then where you going? Come on, somebody. Somebody got to pick up some of this load. It's one thing for certain. You can't leave here saying, I had to do certain things because the pastor is lazy don't want to do nothing. You know that's a bald-faced lie. Because if you don't do it, he'll get it done. Amen. And you will never see him in the pulpit with an angry attitude because you won't do nothing. Because you know what he's telling God? God, whatever you had for her, give it to me. And we don't understand the fact that God would take away from you because you don't want to do nothing. And if he had to give it to the pastor, guess what else he get? He gets your blessing too. Mm. He, whatever spiritual anointing God had for you, he get that to him too. Everything that God had for you to do and you don't do nothing and he had to give it to the pastor, everything that God had for you, he dump it over there on him. If he got to give him the bad, guess what? He got to give him the good too. Did that make sense? <coughs> So here we find Moses' father-in-law saw all that Moses was going through leading the children of Israel and taking on everybody's problem. Leadership, if you didn't know it, is a tough thing. You know why? Because you got to deal with each and every one's spirit. You got to deal with the difference of attitudes that come up. And he has the job to squash them at whatever cost. If that means if it even hurting your feelings, he still got to squash them because that's his job. Amen. So 
Here Jephro saying, Moses, man, you finna get overloaded. Jephro told Moses this, that you are doing is not good. What he's saying, not good. He don't mean in a, in a bad way. He meant it's not good for Moses. It's not good for Moses' spirit. It's not good for Moses' go through because he overloading himself. It's going to wear you down. Amen. Amen. Be bad, Lamont. You done got the tape ready for the pastor on Sunday morning. Pastor strolling in. on you. Jephro imparted some sound wisdom in Moses' ear, and he heard what he said. You know what? When you get some wisdom, when somebody gives you some wisdom, you open up not just your ears, you open up your heart and receive it. It's going to do you some good. Come on, somebody. Might not have taste good at the moment, but later on in life, It'll do you some good. Pastor and myself have always demonstrated in talking about the wisdom that C.E. Golder put into us, and sometimes it always come back up. It might not have came up while he was living, but guess what? His wisdom is still alive. Amen. So, he told him, said, God may call you, but you better seek wisdom in your calling from God. Old people may not be as smart as you are in books, but baby, you do yourself some good if you listen to the wisdom of them old folks. Man, old folks had some wisdom. To lay down and you to kept a whole lot of folks out of the grave. Huh? It kept a whole lot of them out of the jailhouse. Because they paid attention what the old folks had to say. You would miss a lot of pitfalls and ditches that's been dug for you if you would listen to what they had to say. He told Moses, you represent the people before God. But you get you some representatives huh, to take on these small matters. You get you some hundreds. And you, you just get somebody to lead them by hundreds and lead them by fifties. Uh, lead them by, if they're a good group, get them to lead them by ten. Uh, 
uh, if they hard-headed, you might have to separate and just get a few of them. Uh, come on, somebody. Moses took the advice, and he said, and then you take the issues to God which, as a whole. But you learn how to, the word that y'all don't like, delegate. When they get to delegating, oh, we don't like delegation because we don't like doing nothing. We don't like being held accountable. But in the kingdom of God, we all are held accountable. Wait a minute, wait a minute. Whether you do or you don't do, you're still going to be held accountable. Because now you got to be held accountable for what you didn't do. You thought that it was an easy, lazy escape, but no, it's not. We all going to be held accountable for the do and the do nots. Amen. All right. Let's correlate that. Let's go to Acts chapter uh, 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 6. You might have to write that one down. <laughs> so just in case... You got it in mind that uh, it's just an Old Testament uh, order. Huh? Just in case that you think that that didn't float over to the church of the living God of the New Testament. So we'll read the very first four verses of Acts chapter 6, verse 1 through 4. Are we there? Let's read them, please. And in those days when the number of the disciples, there rose a, a who? All of the Grecians against the Hebrew, because their widows were neglected in the daily administration. Then the twelve called the multitude of disciples unto them and said, it is not reason that we should leave the word of God and do what? Oh, y'all try to make a waiter out of the preacher. And, 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 and y'all done changed the language now. Y'all don't call him a waiter. Y'all say, servant. But look what the look look what what the, what 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 was said to the uh, the the disciples said to them. What what was we at? What verse were we on? Let's read it. Wherefore, brethren, look you out among you seven men of honest report, full of the Holy Ghost and wisdom, whom we may appoint over this business. But we will give ourselves continually to prayer. And to the ministry. Oh, so now you got to realize this is a business. The kingdom of God is a business. Hmm. And he told them, said, we can't stop praying and reading the word of God trying to get some fresh anointing from glory and have to run out there and wait on your problem, every problem you get. Now you interfere with the flow of my mind. I can't get a, I, I can't get a word from heaven 
because you bombarding me with your issues. Can I tell you? And some of your issues ain't worth a heel of being. Come on now. And you know what they call it? Petty stuff. So look out among you and find somebody that can handle this petty stuff. Because the man of God got to have a clear head to hear what God has to say. And pettiness clogs up the thoughts. Amen. Well, give you a prime example. Just, just some, just something small. Ain't nothing significant. But when somebody new come in the building and. They said to one of the urchins, where is the toilet room? And you said, downstairs. <laughs> Think about how many doors is downstairs. Given the luxury to call the pastor on Tuesday night and tell the pastor, I feel like Jesus is being. I'm going to get that luxury. Come on now, Come on. I'm not doing it even sick. Because I can get that luxury. God can give me no day off. How many days can you teach you work? Amen. Amen. So somebody has got to help carry the load. Look at load. I'm going to draw, I'm going I'm to draw Rob in on this hymn because see, Rob down, used to be down there in McGee. And Rob know that if you got a wagon load and one horse, that horse is going to get, huh, Rob? Yeah, he do. That horse is fitting to get worked to death, ain't he wrong? You're going to need at least a couple of mules to pull that wagon. Boy, White jumped on that real quick, didn't she? Hey, Rob, tell them to stay out of me in your conversation. (laughs) 
So I'm trying to get you to see that he needs us. Us mean all of us to carry this load. You know what? Uh Uh-oh, I got to tell you. You've been trained for it. What are you going to tell God when you see him and he asks you, why haven't you done what you've been trained? You know what you're going to do? Lord, I didn't know. You're going to say, stop lying. I was in on some of the classes and the teaching and the preaching that you got. I sent the word. So I know you got it because I know what attendance was there. You don't have to go back to no notes. <laughs> he got all the hills. Come on, somebody. Well, Let's go back to the old. Let's go to Deuteronomy. Chapter 6. I get off key, y'all keep on reading. I know I'm head blind. Deuteronomy chapter 6, verses 1 through 12. Amen. Let's read it, please. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Then I said Deuteronomy chapter 6. Start at verse 1. Yes. And the judgment which the Lord your God command to teach you that you might do them in the land whether you go to possess. Hold it right there just for a minute. Before they could even go into the land to possess it, they had to be taught. They had to receive training. They had to receive instruction. Wow. God just didn't say, Dad, a land, run and get it. Read the book. All the days of thy life. Whoa. So now he done extended it. You can't just get it. He wants your children to get it. Hmm. That your days may be prolonged. Keeping God's word as an extension to your life. Read the book. Hear therefore, Israel, and observe to do it. Dwell with thee, and that ye may increase mightily as the Lord God thy Father hath promised thee in the land that flows with your increase come from doing what God say. That's where your increase come from. Other than that, guess what? You wonder sometime how when you put your money in one pocket 
it seems like the other one has got a hole in it. Uh, your increase left as soon as it came. It profited you nothing. Your prosperity was just for a moment. Because he said you did not observe to do what he told you to do that you may increase, not just increase, but increase mightily. Sound like that's an abundance to me. Read the book. Hear, O Israel, the Lord our God, and thou shalt love the Lord thy God and with all thy soul, with all thy might. And these words which I command thee this day shall be. Wait a minute, and well, church ain't like it used to be. Come on, somebody. Church ain't church no more. We used to come to church with a purpose. We used to come to the church looking to see God. We used to come to the church wanting to worship God and praise God. Church ain't church no more. Now we want to come with a fashion fair. Huh? Who's looking the cutest? Huh? Who's, who, who's shouting the loudest? Mm. But who's loving the most is where it's got to be. Huh? God ain't looking for your sounding like a trumpet and a sibling brass. He's looking for what's in your heart. And that's what he said. Read the book. Which I command thee this day shall be in thine heart, and thou shalt teach them diligently. And shall talk to them when thou sittest in thy house, and when thou walkest by the way, and when thou liest down, and when thou risest up. Oh, Lord, have mercy. You go in one room, and they go in the other. They don't hear nothing about the word of God. Huh? Only thing they hear is, I got it, I got it. <laughs> This is the age of the video game. We can kick the word of God to the side. Amen. Nowadays, you get to asking, even if you go to the Old Testament, you get to asking your children about the Ten Commandments, they could even tell you what they is. Sure not, then I ask them to, 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 to tell you the Lord's prayer. And guess what? And it ain't their fault. It's the parents' fault. Because the parents didn't do what God told them to do. Somebody it's going to be held accountable for it. Amen. Then you wonder why them little rascals turn out to be a hell yeah. 
you didn't teach them no different. So guess what? If you go whoop anybody behind, start with your own first. Because you the source. Am I right? Yeah. My two might have got mad, super mad at me and Sister Bean. But boy, it was Robert. They kept that silver tongue in their mouth. Because <laughs> they know that their parents didn't play. Amen. And right today, they give high respect to their parents. If you don't teach them, you won't get it. And you shouldn't even expect it. Oh. Amen. Amen. I didn't play, Pastor, I didn't play with mine until they got grown. When they were the, when they were the kid, I kept them as a kid. And when they saw me come, here come that old mean man. Then you Takara. <laughs> but guess what? Now that she grown, she loved me for it. Because now she got respect. And she know how to show people respect. Amen. Read your book. Sign upon thy hand, and that is between thine eyes, and thou shalt write them on the post of thy house, and on thy gates. And it shall be when the Lord thy God shall have brought thee into the land which he swore unto thy fathers, to Abraham, to Isaac, and to Jacob, to give thee great and goodless cities which thou buildest not. And houses full of good things which thou fillest not, and wells that you dig not, which thou diggest not, vineyards and olive trees which thou plantest not. When thou shalt have eaten and be full, then beware lest thou forget the Lord which brought thee out the land of Egypt from the. And the verse I want to hang around is. Beware, lesson you forget where God brought you out of. Huh? Beware that you got, you used to have a penny in your pocket, now you got a dime in there, and now you missed the big stuff and forgot where you got it from. Huh? You forgot to bless the Lord your God which gave it to you. Out of all you've been through and he brought you out of it. Now you act like you done forgot about it. Woo-wee. Boy, you better hush. You can't, you, you have to get all up here after a while. God gave his stature, his instruction, and his precepts to teach them 
that might fear the Lord. You must be taught how to fear God and reverence him as God. Not only you, but teach them to your sons and daughters that they may add days and years to their life. Yes. Don't just read it, but do it, that it may be well with you. Yes. And the more you learn of God, the more you serve him and the more strength that you get. Yes. Oh, Lord, have mercy. Now, I'm going to leave that one alone. That's a private one. I'll talk to somebody about that. Perhaps a private one. Nah, 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 nah. But you must learn to love the Lord your God with all your might, with all your mind, your heart, and your soul, yeah. your entire being, and all of every ounce of strength that you possess, you need to thank God for it. Yeah. Woo! We need to thank God, Lamont, that in our old age, it is as well as somebody. I might not be able to jump high, but oops, I can get worn up. Rob, as long as I can get worn up, come on now, God done bless me. Come on, y'all. Amen. Ain't no point in me get, getting frustrated because I can't jump up and hide that young boy back there sitting behind the pallet, but as long as the Lord let me, whoops, with worn up, hey, I'm blessed. Come on, boy. When you look at it, ain't bad at all. It's Lamont. <laughs> Lamont said, one out of two ain't bad. Probably when you hit zero. <laughs> Good thought, Lamont. Boy, I got to give you one on that one. So, so we can't just read. We got to let it soak in. Amen? Amen? First, it's got to be in you before you can put it in your children. If you won't let God put something in you, what you going to put in them? You ain't got nothing to put in them. Huh? You know what you'll put in them? The same disobedience that you show God. You'll pass it right on to your children. Because guess what? They're going to possess what you teach them. And you're going to say, well, I didn't teach them how to do that. They watch you. That was their teaching. Come on, somebody. Somebody ain't going to pick up the book. They're going to read, they read your epistle. They're going to read how you act. They're going to eat. They're going to read how you respond to God. If you don't respond to them, why should they? They ain't got nothing to go by. Am I right? Am I in the right house? Amen. Oh, I just want to say it while I'm here. Watch how you allow them little rascals to come up and you think they cute. Better put something on they behind. Come on, somebody. Amen. Rob. I, I, I used to hurt so when sometimes sister girl bring my baby over to the house and she been a toe that butt up and she be looking so pitiful. But I know she had to do it, Rob. So, Rob, I just go into my back room. 
But you know what I found out wrong? When she said something to her, she know what she said. Yes, ma'am. Yes, ma'am. <laughs> Amen. Yours is saying anything to you. You can't even tell them what to do. They supposed to be disciplined in the house and out of the house. And you know what happened? Just a moment. They will get you in the street and embarrass you. And it's bad when your children start talking to you like you a child. You know it's gone too far. There's some teaching missing there somewhere. Somebody didn't get the memo that you was the parent and they was the child. Am I in the right house? Hmm. Well, so we, 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 we come to the conclusion that it must be in you first, right? Because your children is going to mimic you. If they are a hellraiser, they learn how to be a hellraiser after they watch you. What you sow is what you grow. Huh? Come on, somebody. Yeah. Ain't no point in you planting wild grass and you think you're going to get some collard greens. You might eat it as collard green, but it ain't collard green. I found out that children that are disrespectful in the street and disrespectful at home, they has no respect for people at all. You supposed to sharpen their skill levels in knowing about the one and true God. Everything in your house should reflect the blessings of God and they ought to know where you got them from. Huh? They ought to know how to reverence God for the blessings that you have received to keep them going. But guess what? You short on your teaching because you can't stand to be taught. My, my, my. Amen. Go to Matthew chapter 19. We're going to cross-reference it again. up on this one. Matthew chapter 19 verses 13 through 15. Oh, here we go. God going to get us. He's going to get us. He's going to get us. 
Let's read them, please. Then were there brought unto him little children that they should put on them and pray. And the disciples rebuked. Wait a minute. The disciples, the one that was walking with him, because you know why they rebuked? Because they did not have the knowledge. They were void of knowledge. They were void of understanding. You better rake in all the knowledge that you can get about God, because one day you're going to need it. Amen. Amen. One day you're going to need to call on him in a certain way and you ain't going to have the knowledge of the wisdom to call on him to get the answer. And guess what? You're going to go without for the lack of knowledge. God don't read sign languages. Got to come out of your mouth. Y'all hear me? 14 verse said, But Jesus said, Suffer the little children and forbid them not to come unto me. For such what is you raising for the next generation? Suffer them not to come to me when you do not train them in God. That's just what you're doing. You are selling them to the devil. Amen. When you expect for them to get everything at church and don't get nothing at home, you sold out. You sold out dirt cheap. Because you didn't think that their teaching of God was precious enough for you to teach them or train them at home. Amen. And when you bring them here, then the pastor's job is to sprinkle a little anointing on what you had already tried to train them to do. Huh? For such is the kingdom of God. What are we raising up for the next generation for the kingdom of God? Is we going to allow them to be raised on lies? Trash and garbage? Woo. Now you can see why the scripture said that the harvest is plenty, but the labors are few. Uh, pray that God will send labors uh, into the harvest because guess what? Ain't nothing working. Nobody's working. Everybody's getting, but ain't nobody giving. 
When they come down to God, everybody got their hands out, but they 